Hey everyone, Rollo McFlugel of Inside McFlugel's Mind here. Moment of Rage is brought to you by Liberty Mugs. We've been writing about libertarianism over at McFlugel.com since 2012. We thought it was time to branch out, so we launched Liberty Mugs. It gives us yet another way to help spread the messages of peace and freedom. We offer mugs with a variety of libertarian themes, which are perfect for helping you continue to talk your friends and co-workers ears off, even when you have to pause to take a drink. We have fun with our mugs and poke fun at everyone, including libertarians. After all, we take ourselves a little too seriously sometimes. But we also want to help people learn, so we offer resources on the site for each mug about its theme. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook and let us know how you like your mug there. Help us make the state obsolete one mug at a time. Back to the show after this. Liberty Mugs. How do you take your liberty? So for this week on Moment of Rage, I'm going to do something that I've done before just because I want to promote this podcast and because a bunch of shit came up on the day that I was supposed to be recording. Um, so let me know what you think of this uh, this podcast and the format. Uh, this is an interview with somebody from Steemit named Truthforce about a thing on Steemit that enables people who share narratives against the mainstream media, against this disinformation network, to align with each other and sort of group together in support of one another. It's called the Information War Network, and I know it sounds very similar to another information war that you might have heard of, um, but this one is not copyrighted, we promise, Uh, and it's generally a network for truth seekers, people interested in exposing the proper way to, uh, to, to, to dig for the truth and exposing sort of the blinders that the media has put on people. So uh, I hope you all enjoy this, um, and I'll be back to regular, actual, full-on, like, moment of rage recordings next week. I just uh, I need to get a bunch of shit going, and today was part of that. I had to deal with fucking somebody who wanted to use the anti-war server to post a bunch of anti-Israel shit and that pretty much exclusively it was uh it was a pretty it was a pretty much a fuck fest um to to be really gentle about it and i think uh i think i did spend my time appropriately because i found ways to prevent further fuck fests from occurring um but i hope uh i see y'all next time because i have a shit ton of stuff to talk about and it's not going to be pretty. The way things are going down right now, everybody's focused on one thing or another, but none of it is the state. None of it is ending what needs to be ended. And none of it is going to change until people take the blinders off and educate people. So, without further ado, uh, <laughs> it is the 2nd of May, 2018. And uh, this is Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Harding on the State Smash podcast with Truth Force. Hey, so we're oh, let me turn off my fucking Matrix bullshit. That's that's one thing about it. Like I, I my fucking default settings on my camera do um 
do this weird green thing uh, th that I think is just like a test for this for the depth sensors, but um, whatever. <laughs> D distracting <laughs> housekeeping thing aside, more housekeeping. Um, the purpose of this uh, this show will be to discuss the uh, the hashtag information war and the curation trail that it has coming with it on uh, on Steemit. And it, for those of you who don't know, uh, Steemit is a uh, platform designed to give people cryptocurrency um, depending on how many people like their posts. Uh, so basically it has its own blockchain, everything's on a decentralized network, and it's very, very good for spreading ideas and making them permanent. But um, in general, uh, this chat will be brought to you by um, Liberty Mugs, which is a site where you can get mugs to piss off your coworkers. Um, you can find a link to that in the description. It's the first link that's available. They sponsor all my shows, so you can give them some love uh, by clicking that link and buying a cheap-ass mug that will uh, irritate your friends and family. Um, and it's also supported by Brave, the creator's program at Brave, uh, which is an ad-free browser that also blocks a lot of trackers. And what that does is not only does it keep you uh, more anonymous to the advertising uh, world, but you know, and, and to whatever company happens to get their hands on that data, um, you know, we're secure, we promise. Yeah, bullshit. Download Brave. Brave will help you out in many ways. It'll save you time and money. Just do it, you know? It's not a Nike slogan. It's it's a way of life. Just do it. Download Brave, and uh, the link to that is in the description. And you've also got an extension in that, uh, that browser. Um, well, that is if you install it. Uh, that will allow you to passively mine Bitcoin. And uh, the more people you invite to your network using that application, the uh, more Bitcoin you can make. And uh, there's a possibility you could make, like, you know, basically an income um, in the background if you invite enough people. And obviously, that's why I'm trying to do it. So, um, all of that out of the way, there's a link in the description, and if you're watching this on Steemit through DTube, there's a link in the Steemit post about uh, how you can support me. Uh, many ways of that support are free, sort of like the, uh, the cryptocurrency extension for your browser, and you can do that to, um, to start making your future better and keep me on the road, keep me doing what I do and pissing off the people I piss off. Um, but beyond all that, uh, I'm introducing Truth Force, one of the uh, the people who run the Information War Curation Trail. And for those of you who don't know, a curation trail is a way to automatically gain um, traction, proverbially speaking, uh, by joining the community and by posting relevant content and uh, the way it works is you post the relevant content with the tag and the curation team makes sure that it gets seen. So if you decide that you want to join that, uh, also click the link in the Steam uh, description and you should be able to find a nice little banner I made for that uh, for that purpose. It's a brand new thing, so get in early. But um, let's let's get into um, who you are. What, what made you, Truth Force, want to... Uh, get involved with spreading truth, with with you know countering the mainstream media and uh, getting good information out there. 
Yeah, I'd say probably in my early teens. Um, I'm in my mid-30s now, but in, in my early teens, I, I noticed that the mainstream media is kind of lockstep and barrel with all being on the same page. Um, I just happened to notice it by accident when I was flipping through news channels one day. And to my surprise, every single news station was actually reporting on the exact same story at the exact same time. So I found it amusing and I kind of flipped through the channels and just kept checking to see if they were doing it. And they went from like one story to like the second story to the third story. And just kind of kept flipping in between them and noticed that they all were saying the same story at the same time, despite being different news channels and news stations and actually being owned by different uh, mega corporations, which I found interesting. So uh, that, that's yeah, kind of when I noticed it. Just in my yeah, by the way, any, anybody who wants to watch that live, just look up. This is very dangerous to our democracy on Google. It's very insane. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I, I saw that. There, there's actually a compilation of a few more of those from uh, years ago also with the same uh, Sinclair Broadcasting Group, if anyone wants to look for the earlier ones. But, um, yeah, and uh, kind of as I went through the um, beginnings of the cryptocurrencies coming onto the scene, um, I found it very frustrating to see a lot of these MSM places saying, like, you know, Bitcoin's a scam and uh, – don't buy it and it's only funds terrorism and stuff and it's like well really the u.s dollar funds the most terrorism and, and drug purchases and whatever and child sex trafficking but they were trying to say that's all bitcoin does and that's all it's used for so it kind of got me pissed off because uh cryptocurrency is a way to break away from the federal reserve which just prints money infinitely so it it, it kind of really pissed me off in that regard um and then after a while I don't know if you've ever seen this one, but um, I think it was maybe four years ago. There was a thousand-member group of like a secret journalist group. You guys could look this up. It's I think you type in like a thousand-member secretive progressive group. I think is what it was called. And they had like a um, like just like a big chat room where they all get in and talk about what they're going to do the next day, and they all like get the, each other's notes and scripts and sent to each other, and then they approve it, and then the next day. They'll all talk about the same stuff. They'll all publish the same stories on their news websites and stuff like that. And somebody who was in that group started leaking a bunch of that stuff. Eventually, they had to shut down and form a new secret group. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that that goes on the news media. And um, that's kind of why I, I, I chose my name to have the word truth in it because um, the media gives you a narrative, and they don't really teach you how to critically think. They just tell you what what to think. There's a good one of uh, Mika Brzezinski saying something along the lines of we we're supposed to tell you what to think if you go and find that on YouTube. That's she said that on air too. Um, yeah, so uh, I just pretty much want to get the truth out there. It, it just pisses me off that people lie about stuff, especially about cryptocurrency. And um, the reason I joined up with the information war effort, um, I've kind of been talking with uh, so Steve's coins is the one who founded it on Steemit. And um, I've been kind of friends with him s since I came on the Steam it like last year. Talked to him privately every now and then and uh, liked what his effort was doing. So I came on board about three and a half months ago. Um, it started almost seven months ago, the Information War effort. And we've uh, really been growing and getting more members involved, getting a Discord set up. So that, that's all kind of stuff I've been doing um, to try to expand the community. And um, 
trying to help out and get everybody a little bit of extra money and build us all up so that we can have a secure place, you know, that can't be censored because if you try to downvote us, we have too many members with too much steam power and we, we can make posts go positive if somebody tries to downvote it and make it negative. So now, we, we've done it a few times before. Now it's, it's interesting that you say that because um, uh, like maybe let us know who a few of these members are and if any of them are like prolific um, what, like, like famous or something, or like have like a large following and on other meat like platforms. You mean? Well, let, let's let's say like, for instance, um, I've been noticing that since I joined the Information War, I've been getting upvotes from the Free Thought Project. Are they involved at all? Uh, yeah. So they're actually on our curation trail. So they have their settings so that when the Information War account upvotes something. Uh, their account, the three, the Free Thought Project, um, will follow what we upvote, and it'll also upvote it. And um, that's something that John Vibes is running, and he's he he joined our group a little while ago too. So um, I actually did a podcast with him. Uh, was it maybe three, four weeks ago? And uh, we kind of just talked about all that type of stuff. And uh, so he's running their account on Steemit for them and helping them grow all right and and so for those for those people who don't know what a curation trail is mind explaining that yeah so it's a way for your steam account to follow what another account upvotes so our information war account we we use that to go through the information war tag on steam it and we'll go through and look at everybody's post who who uses that tag in their post and then we'll go through and determine you know does their post help fight the information war you know is it for freedom is it exposing like some kind of propaganda is it trying to get the truth out there is it liberty based is it trying to you know counter the msm stuff like that and then once we determine that your post has done that um, we'll give you an upvote between like 5% and 20%, depending on, you know, the quality of your article, the length of your article stuff and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, you could get a few bucks or you could get like five or six bucks for an upvote. And then the, the power from that comes from all the people who follow what we do. So all of these other accounts will upvote what we upvote. And that's, that's like our members who are, you know, the more dedicated members will say, yes, I want to help you guys grow, so I will upvote everything you upvote. And that's that's what I have my account set up to do. So my account has like a 1,000 Steam Power, and I follow with 100%. So anything the Information War account upvotes, my account will upvote at the exact percentage that the Information War upvotes. And um, essentially, if you have a 1,000 Steam Power, um, I just use that as the easier example because it's a round number. But if you have a thousand steam power and you upvote somebody for a month, let's say you upvote them ten times a day, which is the maximum you can do with the most power, and you do it for a month, you essentially give them about eight percent of what your voting power is. So they'll get maybe probably like seventy steam power to eighty steam power, like in rewards over that month. So it's it's a very good way to help people fundraise without actually having to 
spend your own money. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely does. And uh, so on that level, um, when people join this curation trail, uh, essentially what they're doing is they're saying that because, and like, to, to be very clear, all the stuff is is manually curated, which means that uh, you have a mod team essentially that uh, that makes sure that the content is worthy of cu curation, and then it's curated. It's not like it's an automatic thing where anything with the tag will be automatically upvoted, right? That's correct. Yeah, we we manually go through our stuff. There are some other groups that have an automated uh, process, and they they do things differently. Um, we think that it, it's better to do everything manually because there are going to be people who post with that tag and they're just trying to get like a few buck, you know, a few dollars payout. And w there are some people that do that from time to time, but once they realize that they're not getting upvoted for it, they, you know, we just ignore them. I mean, there's only a few who do it. So, and then they just kind of stop doing it. But yeah, some of the other ones, um, who have it automatically done with bots, they ran into the problem of having lots of people do it, like dozens and dozens, maybe even hundreds, were using their tag because the upvotes they get were worth like $30 to $40. So everybody wants an easy $30 to $40 upvote, you know? So that's why we do it manually. Right. And uh, so on, on the, like... When you, when it comes to curation in that form, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your standards, what the standards for a post for information war are, which, by the way, anybody who wants to do this, uh, the Discord link will be in the post on Steemit, and also, um, essentially, you like you just tag your post, and as long as it meets the, the, the qualifications, I'm relatively sure that it'll still get curated but if you if you want to like really join the effort and uh, get your account like more power like at the same time because that's what upvoting regularly does it makes sure that the blockchain doesn't consider you automated or uh, you know some sort of like you know non-participant who just comes in every once in a while to make some money um you know, basically, there, there there are many ways that you can support the effort, and one of them is joining the Discord so that you can directly talk with people about uh, about what what to post next. Yeah, so um, a post that would qualify for getting upvoted. There's there's currently four different like categories that we have. So there, there's like some sub tags that you can also throw onto it to be more specific. So like you would use the information war tag as like the main one. And then there's, um, you can do the meme war. So the meme war is literally posting memes um, that are like fighting against propaganda, you know, pro-liberty, um, just, you know, anti-fed or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, so pretty much anything that has to do with the information war, but in a meme form. And um, those will get like a lower upvote since it doesn't usually take too long to make a meme compared to writing like a lengthy post. Um, the second one would be podcasts and like videos that people make. So that's that's called Pod War, P O D W A R. And then you have the regular information war tag, which kind of just encompasses um, 
all the blogging and the, and the text and whatever. Um, and then the the fourth one, someone started working on a different effort. I think it's election 2018 um, is the tag. And they're trying to put together a list of going state by state of people that you can vote for that are not part of the swamp. So they're trying to identify who's like not a corrupt politician. I know I know pretty much all of them are. Really, really the only way to get a non-corrupt politician is if you have somebody who um, probably is like a little bit independently wealthy from something they created and they're not beholden to like a bunch of uh, corporation interest or something. And um, that's probably really hard to find, honestly, because <laughs> I, I feel like most wealthy people will try to enrich themselves somehow. Um, but probably maybe someone who's more middle class and uh, really isn't beholden to any corporation. So we're just trying to like find people who are like that and we're like the salt of the earth, like the real people who aren't propagandists, who aren't like part of the MSM or the deep state. So that's what that effort is aiming to do. Um, I got to be honest, though, it's probably going to take decades or even longer for there to I lost you after honest. Oh, was that? I lost you after the word honest. I got to be honest. What? Oh, so I got to be honest, it probably is going to take decades for some real candidates to come out who are pretty much um, non-corrupt. It, it, it's more of a culture change and a power thing, but so they're, they're trying to figure out the best person to vote for who's not part of the swamp, essentially. Um, right. But yeah, if, if you um, – we have like a um, – our, our mission statement – and um, essentially, we're just trying to give you the tools to fight for your freedom, um, you know, fight for the truth, liberty. And uh, essentially, if you post something along those lines, you're going to get an upvote from us. And then depending on, you know, the quality of your work and how much research and time and effort you put into it, it'll, it'll get a larger upvote. So that's essentially how we uh, look at it. Okay. And so... Let's talk a little bit about you then. Uh, let's talk about like w what led you to have the stance. Like, because I know you talked about the like seeing news anchors doing the same thing. Um, but what led you to have this like the sort of views on that that you would like? Were you raised conservative, etc.? Mm, my parents are actually all independent, and so am I. So we're all just registered independent. We, I wouldn't say I was raised really any one way or the other. So gotcha. more, yeah, we're, we're, all, I've always been taught to like, look at what the issues are and not what the party is. So I'm not like any kind of party. All right. So it, cause, cause that I think helps a lot. I think it helps to raise kids being willing to think for themselves, to think about whether or not they support the ideas before like just jumping on the train because the person like has, you know, the, the letter next to their name that, 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 that they would want their kid to vote for. Like instead of raising sheep, raising people who not only know like how to think, but how to think critically. Yeah, I would say it's like it's very similar to how the scientific method goes because in order for you to um, continually uh, test something, you have to 
step back from what you're working on and you know you don't want your emotions mixed into like doing a scientific test on something you want to be as objective as possible and you want to be you know you don't want to like game game the test to get the result that you want type of thing like you want to be disconnected from what the the data and the analysis eventually shows you so yeah it's like i don't really care if anybody is a any party like it it doesn't really matter to me what they are so i just right because yeah go ahead go ahead yeah i was just saying i I don't really care what the party is um it uh if if i think like that they're gonna do the things that need to be done at that time then that's that's who i would vote for now like, like for example if we had a candidate who was running for office and said, I want to have unlimited immigration from every part of the world. And then when they get here, we're going to give them all welfare benefits. And we're going to go from having a population of 300 million to 7 billion. Then I'd have a problem with that. No matter if they are a Republican or a Democrat or a liberal or a libertarian or whatever they are, like I would have a major problem with that. Right. Okay, so because it, it's important for people who might be interested in joining this sort of uh, effort to know that the mods aren't going to push a party or a president or something like that. And it's important because, like, if, if you join something for information war, you want to make sure you're not joining the side of somebody who has an interest in making, you know, the information as muddled as possible, if that makes sense. So I wanted to really establish that no matter what the mods think, they're not going to avoid upvoting your post because, or or something, because they disagree with you. Many of, I've been in the community for about a week, and uh, many of the people involved in the community uh, disagree with me. Um, Like we had a meeting, one of the one of the regular meetings, which aren't recorded uh, at this point, so you know it's not like you can go back and find it. But we had a meeting, and you know I said I was an anarchist, and immediately there was an argument with somebody about whether or not you know to use the word anarchist, and you know whether or not anarcho-communists or blah blah, and that might turn into a video um, at some point because he he wants a part two to sort of uh, flesh things out and make sure that we're all calm. Um, but essentially, uh, there are plenty of people in there who disagree, but they're still involved and they're still trying to support, like, essentially um, alternative viewpoints. And uh, I think that's important because being willing to be less biased uh, personally about who you support, uh, you know, in, in, in terms of whether or not they're going to spread truth, in terms of whether or not they're going to spread an alternate perspective that isn't, you know, directly calling for aggression. Like, if if they're trying to expose the mainstream media narrative, uh, I think that's worthy of support. And I think that, you know, people who think the same way uh, have a good thing going because, you know, ultimately, we're not going to agree with everybody in every way. Uh, And it's going to involve a whole bunch of people that don't agree with each other, but still agree on certain principles to get any sort of positive change. So I'd like to see, I'd like to see everybody join this thing. And it's valuable to know that the people involved, while they might not see completely level with, with, with uh, whoever's posting and posting post promotion and using the tag, that they will still 
uh, upvote the quality content that's related to it. Yeah, I mean, you, you could have someone who's like a libertarian who's a curator, and, you know, if you're posting something that's like, um, let's say pro, like a uh, Democrat, for for example. So, like, so every side kind of has good ideas, and every side has bad ideas, right? So, like, one of the one of the good ideas that, like, maybe the Democrats and liberals have is that, you know, you shouldn't be racist because, I mean, we're all humans, right? So, like, it doesn't really make any sense to be racist because there really isn't any um, benefit to doing it. Um, like, it, at least in my point of view, like, I, I understand that, like, um, biologically we evolved to, uh, you know, be fearful of, like, other tribes because, you know, we're a tribal species and, you know, monkeys and apes and stuff are and, you know, they don't like the other tribe and, you know, they don't like other types of monkeys, all, all that type of crap, right? So that's kind of like speciesism and and that's like a form of a racism in like the monkey world, basically, speciesism. Um, but, but like, s since we're able to like talk about things and work through things like and, and be civil to each other, like there really is no advantage to being racist, like I would say, in, that I could think of at least. Um, but well, so like that's a good idea somebody, that like the, the left side has, right? You know what I mean? Right. Well, and I think pretty much everybody has that idea now. And I think that without sort of being willing to share information, being willing to get behind good ideas, no matter who they come from or uh, no matter what they're trying to drive at. Um, I think that that's the reason that so many people believe that now. I think that essentially until we're willing to reach across the aisle, um, we're not going to get anywhere. And I, th I think that the, the aisle is broadening more and more by the day. I mean, with Trump in the, in the, in the White House, it re it, like the mainstream media and the average person both think that, you know, the divide is wider than ever and that it should be that way. Because, you know, why would you ever want to so associate with the white nationalists who got Trump in office? And, you know, I mean, fucking Kanye West just d wrote a song about that, about how, you know, supporting uh, Trump does not inherently make you all of the evil, like, straw men that people have to say about it um but and that he doesn't necessarily do it but he does want to test the waters and to me that's the mentality people should have even though i you know don't really agree with his support of trump i'm not willing to you know cast him out because of it i am willing to cast him out because a lot of his music i think is uh well at least up until now um relatively uninventive to be really mild about it um but like generally speaking i think that people have been divided by the elites i think it's a dividing conquer attitude and i think that like they they the mainstream media especially has uh, a very specific agenda to get people on board with prefabricated narratives that go along with their quote side and that you know, it doesn't matter whether you listen to Fox or, you know, MSNBC or CNN. It doesn't matter whether you, uh, you're you a Breitbart or a HuffPost reader. It doesn't matter. Um, it's still coming from the same sorts of think tanks that make, uh, th th that make the divide possible and that benefit from that divide. And I think that it's important if, you know, it, to, going into the future 
to support good information no matter who it comes from. And that's why I like the information war tag, because I think that it has a good deal to do uh, with with the advancement of good ideas to support them um, on a regular basis and to support them sort of financially, to put your backing behind it. Um, and I think that if a lot of people started to join this sort of effort, uh, that it would be a very positive direction for any country to take, no matter where you are. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The, um, you know, we're, we're all about trying to essentially break everybody out of the, the prison of the, the mainstream media's, it, I, I guess it's, I don't know if it's more of a brainwashing or a thought control or what I would really call it. Just, um, it's just something that when you grow up with like, constantly having these talking heads on TV tell you what to think. You just feel comfortable just kind of listening to them because it's what you're familiar with. And we're a tribal species. And um, we're, a, we're, we're a type of species that always looks for a leader. And the, the vast majority of people are like that. And there's really only like, I don't know if it's less than 10% of the population is able to um, not look to a leader like um, it, it gets to the classic example of the herd mentality. So like the when the herd gets frightened, they look for like what everybody else is doing and they do what everybody else is doing. Whereas a, a leader would do something um, independent of what the herd's doing. So we're, we're trying to encourage like a lot of things like that where um, n none of us is really ever going to try to lead anybody per se. But what we're, we are going to try to do is to teach you how to like have better critical thoughts and how to kind of see things for yourself. And um, that that's part of the, the brilliant part of it is that, like you said, you can have a disagreement with another member about something and it, it creates a really good conversation. Um, so that the way that I view like um, arguments and disagreements in general, um, they're a necessary part of your life that is used to, it's useful for people who want to learn. So like if you're someone who really, really wants to learn something and you have a disagreement with somebody else, um, it's possible that you both gain a positive benefit from an argument because maybe you learn something from that person and then maybe he learns something from you and then you both walk away more knowledgeable and everything is, you know, civil, nobody hates each other and it's all good. Right. So like, um, I think a lot of people are getting away from that in this society where instead of having like a good argument and learning more from one side and then learning from more from the other side and then they both walk away happy. Instead, what's happening now is you see these, these big protests happening and then both sides are kind of turning tribal, which is not what we want. Right. Cause you don't, you don't really progress as a society when you have two tribes, two main tribes fighting each other it's just it's just stupidity you know it's like red versus blue like in and i'm the red team and you're the blue team so i have to fight against you and i have to win and it just becomes like a sports competition where it it really when one side wins the well, other side loses and that's a huge lives. majority of people who lose you know what i mean so yeah well it's playing football with human lives and i made right. the, i made that point before and you know people are dying people are being you know enslaved around the world and people are being you know 
stolen from on a regular basis by the elites and their 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 monetary scams and essentially you know the way forward needs to be less partisan because and and it's not because partisanship and tribalism is bad either it's because the the, the general like thing is the, the the parties are prefabricated they're controlled and everything about them is designed to keep people on one side or the other of the same elitist bullshit and until people are willing to think for themselves and stand on their own side nothing is going to improve and i think that i think that's what's really important to to make a distinction of it's not necessarily that having a leader is bad it's that having a leader by fiat is something that's always going to end up with people in the in in the wrong sort of tribal mindset instead of being there, there for their friends and family and neighbors they're going to be there for whoever happens to sh wave the flag that they do and that's that's pretty toxic it's it's going to destroy the world yeah there's a there's a really interesting uh, line of thought i've been thinking about and like reading about lately is that it, it kind of really doesn't make any sense to have a president in, in a lot of ways because um j just because of how divided it makes everything whereas maybe having um like the states and the cities more empowered instead of having like a federal branch of the government might make more sense because then they're more directly responsible to their own states and their own cities and their own you know you can go and um vote them out and you can get a movement going in a state but it's it's hard to get 50 states to all agree on something whereas it's a lot easier to get your one state to agree on something and and be like more responsible because they're more local so it's just when you have all these layers that go all the way up to the top like for the presidency um i mean to be in charge of 300 something million people is just i i think is just preposterous and i and i i've started well, to know. like hear arguments about that lately and i kind of like really like like what i've been hearing about that at least so <laughs> Well, you know, that's what Adam Kokesh wants to do. He's he's going in on a platform of abolishing the f uh, the entire federal government. So, I've I've heard a little bit about him, but I haven't really. Um, I I know he's on Steemit, and I've I've read some of his stuff, but I haven't really read like a lot of it. Well, I, you know, I don't support voting because I'm an anarchist. You know, and and I and I don't want. Like, I don't want to contribute to the system and I don't want to legitimize it by saying, oh, yeah, we got somebody in. Because I think that if if anybody gets in, it's because the elites wanted them in, right? Like, I mean, Hillary won popular uh, and, and Trump is in. Hillary got, like, more public support, um, but, but, but somehow Trump got the actual presidency. And I think that that's a really valuable thing to understand because it means that the elites wanted him in. I it, like I can't stand people who say that he's draining the swamp. Well, okay, maybe if if he is draining the swamp, maybe the elites wanted those people out. Maybe this is a culling of their proverbial herd so that they can be a more smoothly running, you know, machine. Maybe maybe that's why he fires so many people. But you wouldn't get any of this from the mainstream narrative. The mainstream narrative is either Trump is a Nazi or Trump is um, is is the benevolent God Emperor. Um, and I think that you know having either of those, I think that that's the sort of thing that gets people divided unnecessarily un uh, like unconstructively 
And I think that like if people started to think for themselves, I think that if people started to look at things from a more nuanced perspective, they might realize that you know voting itself is is somewhat of a scam on its own um, and that they should find ways to make their communities that don't involve that. But anybody who wants to shrink the government, I'm on board with that. I mean, doesn't mean I'll vote for them. It doesn't mean I'll try to legitimize the system. But um, but Adam Kokesh certainly has some uh, some philosophical support from me, especially since he's been making really good content that uh, that that that's convinced a lot of people for a very long time. He, he like he started on YouTube and he did a bunch of uh, Russia Today stuff um, a while back, and he he he's been relatively successful at getting people to start thinking for themselves. And I think that that's what matters. I mean, he has like a, a slogan, you know, you're a free, beautiful, independent human be being and you deserve freedom, something like that. And, uh, and I think that's valuable, but you know, get, we are getting a little lost in the weeds. The, the idea is that, that getting like behind politicians isn't necessary to be an in info information wars, which by the way, it sounds really close to info wars. I wonder if that was intentional, but, um, the no relation as far as I'm aware. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, just, and and and, the, I, and the either way, I mean, it is. Yeah, just, right. it's just a it's just a term. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, and, and either way, it applies. Whether or not it's like officially branded with Alex Jones is sort of irrelevant. Uh, it it applies either way. It is a war of information. It is a war of ideas and symbolism, and it is a war of subliminal psychological manipulation versus what is actually true, objectively speaking. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, yeah, we've had a few people ask if it's, if it's like anything to do with InfoWars. So I could just talk to that real quick, but, um, no, we're, we're not anything about InfoWars. I mean, we, we like some of the stuff they do. I mean, um, when they advocate for smaller government and, you know, more freedom and, uh, empowering like local leadership, that's not like, um, I guess the way to put it, like we we want things to be more voluntary, like more voluntarism. I, I like things like that. Um, so we're we're an all voluntary group, you know. Like there's no like nobody has to listen to anything anybody says, right? Like we're not going to say, hey, like like I'm never going to say to somebody, hey, I'm one of the co leaders of the information war. You better stop doing this or something. You know what I mean? Like nobody, well, nobody breaking like rules. that. Yeah. But the rules yeah, are nonpartisan. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we have, you know, like the guidelines for what will upvote and stuff, right? But um, you know, if, if they don't have stuff that's within the guidelines of what we're trying to do, then you know, maybe they just, you know, don't get an upvote. But other than that, we're never gonna tell someone, hey, like change your stuff or you have to do this or that, you know, as long as it's within the guidelines what we're trying to do, then Yeah, or or like say we won't upvote you because of what you said elsewhere. Right. Yeah. I mean, we don't we don't care about any of that. Yeah. Yeah, because like yeah. that's something that I see a lot is that like this whole like tribalist mentality of these pre-manufactured tribes. Essentially, what you have is a group of people versus another group of people, and it'll be like if you don't if you don't toe the line, you're not with us, and you're part of the problem. And and to me, that that's like the most toxic because you you end up with uh, people who say that you know if you don't like live your life as though we're watching if you don't live your life as though there's a camera aimed at you uh and and as though 
like will bring down the hammer on you. Um, you're not with the movement. And to me, that's that that's that's I've seen it countless times. Like an SJW uh, will 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 attack another SJW because they they were supporting privilege somewhere. Or you know, a, a MAGAist will attack another MAGAist because they're like uh, supporting a leftist or a Democrat. And and to me, that's that's the the most biting criticism of the left-right paradigm. It's that it gets the lower classes fighting each other so that we're never looking up, never. And, uh, and I like to see a movement like this sort of like information movement uh, crop up where people are interested in, in, in punching up. They're interested in fighting against the system, not playing by its rules. And to me, that's very valuable. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, we're, we are punching up. You know what I mean? We're trying to, um, we're trying to counter the disinformation that these. Um, I mean, because it's something like six mega corporations own the news, for example. So it's it's really hard to counter something like that when they're on every single channel, um, and they're on twenty four seven. And they're always on these websites and they're, you know, blue check marks on Twitter. You have these people with blue check marks on Facebook. Their posts are always somehow pushed into trending. I mean, I see the dumbest, absolute dumbest stories pushed into trending that could be debunked in like five minutes of like research. Like it's just, it's just ridiculous. Like, so there has to be something that combats that, that tries to be, like no, very nonpartisan, like like we're trying to be, because um, you know, wh whatever the truth is, that that's what we are oriented towards, and whatever gives you the freedom and liberty, reduces your taxes so that you keep more of your money for yourself, um, gives you more freedoms, you know, less restrictions on you, and all that kind of stuff. That's what we want. And we do want a smaller government too. I, I, I'm pretty sure everybody in our group wants a smaller government. I, I haven't really taken any official polls or anything like that, but I think most people would would say yes to that. Um, and uh, hmm, all right, well, for, for the most part. <laughs> well, why don't you tell people where they can find uh, Information War and where they can find you and uh, tell like. If you have anything else to plug, feel free to do that as well here. Um, yeah, I'm I'm over on YouTube. I, I do some podcasts every now and then. And I had a few gaming videos up, just like Star Wars Battlefront or whatever I like to play every now and then. But um that's at it's Truth Force on uh YouTube. And uh same thing over on Steam it at Truth Force. And then the information war account is at information war. And, and uh, uh and oh, go, ahead. go for it. Yeah, I was gonna say that that right now we're just concentrated on Steemit. And um as we grow and get probably thousands of people into our effort, um I think that's when we're gonna make a push to get on all of the social media websites. Um people can certainly do that and try to help out now like like if somebody wants to specifically try to build up on youtube or
Facebook or Twitter or something or Gab or Voat or whatever other place you want to go, minds.com, whatever. Um, I mean, certainly you guys can all work together and like do that type of stuff. Just at least for now, like the main, um, the core like leadership of uh, of us are just trying to focus on Steam. It that way we can get the um, the voting power to really fund everybody um, because it, it's gonna it's gonna take a lot of voting power. Uh, we we essentially have like five thousand two hundred Steam power on the Information War account. Um, some of it's delegated by some other people, and then we have the people on the curation trail who upvote follow. That probably adds another three or four thousand. Um, to really be effective, we probably need hundreds of thousands of uh, steam power, um, and that's something we're trying to get to first. That way, we can uh, fund everybody. Um, because when you get upvoted from us now, it's probably worth three bucks or something like that, three four bucks. And we want to get to the point where we can upvote people for like $30, $40, $50, $60. And that can help people buy camera equipment. Um, it can help them advertise. It can help them um, take a trip somewhere and do on-the-ground reporting. Like we're helping one of the guys who's live uh, over in Syria, Tom Dugan. Uh, we sent some funds to him so he could buy camera equipment. He's uh, someone who is a uh, independent reporter, and the MSM basically wants nothing to do with him. And He's trying to expose how there really wasn't any chemical attacks in some of these situations where they said they were. Um, so, like, we're you know we're giving him upvotes and stuff like that to help fund what he has because um, he all of his stuff's breaking over there because you know it's all this equipment's in the sand and it breaks and the heat and all that. So we're doing stuff like that right now at a smaller level, and um, eventually we'd like to get to the really big level um, to fund a lot of people. All right. Well, if anybody wants to support it, the project is available at steamit.com slash at in at sign info war or sorry, information. It's going to take a while. Information war. Yeah. And uh, you can find out all about the project there. And uh, I think the discord link is in the bio, right? Um, the discord. Yeah. It, it, when you go to the uh, at information war on Steamit. There's a link in the, the bio, and it takes you to our mission statement, what we're all about, and then there's a Discord link in there as well. Gotcha. And uh, and in terms of anybody watching this on YouTube, uh, feel free to also check out the thing we're doing this afternoon. Um, well, afternoon, my time, evening, uh, Eastern time. Um, 6 p.m. Eastern to 9 p.m. Eastern um, is going to be a free-form discussion on green anarchy, uh, anarcho-primitivism, environmentalism in a stateless society, and how to preserve the earth, uh, you know, without a government overlord. And I think that the answer is pretty obvious. Government is the single largest polluter on the planet. But, you know, beyond all that, uh, feel free to check that out. And if you're listening on uh, the podcast, uh, feel free to check out any of the other episodes. This has been State Smash Podcast and uh, signing out. This show is part of the Alternative Internet Radio Podcast Network. For more great shows like this, visit AIR at AIRAD.io.